0: Oh, man. oh, I didn't realize Chat Gang was already here. I thought we were just like staring into silence, but apparently Chat Gang was just like staring at me saying nothing. And <laughs> good on them. I can't see what they're saying. They're probably making fun of me. See, the water's not to wash out the spice, Marok Wolf. The water's to wash out the half and half. So I've got the half and half in my my uh my patented PBR glass here. It's not patented, I, I don't know the patent of this. Um <laughs> Uh, so I've got that in my in my in my handy dandy PBR glass here. I only bust bust this thing out for special occasions when I'm not drinking alcohol. And then I then I put stuff in the glass that looks like a PBR can, so that I mentally tell myself I'm kind of drinking. Um, so I've got the half and half here. Uh, this is of course an Alton Brown uh, 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 tip for spicy foods. Uh, he did it on hot ones. He's he's mentioned it before because you need two things to com- compete essentially with what is what is in an a- a- acidic uh, reaction spice the the capsaicin the, the thing that makes things spicy um is is an is an essentially an acidic reaction so you need either fat or alcohol um and the alcohol may be a misnomer but when you're drunk you don't feel pain as much so so here we are um, looking smart in the glasses says Captain andrew so you of course have a gin and tonic handy. Always. Yeah, yeah, and then um and then I've got a uh, I've got a Wisconsin lager here with me. This is uh, Two Women by by New Glarus. Uh It is illegal to sell their beer outside of the state. Uh, no joke, <laughs> uh, it is. This is a legal beer uh, if I sell it to you. So when I see you at a convention or or tournament, whenever this is all over, boom, not illegal beer as long as I hand it to you. Which I will do, because I miss tournaments so much. <laughs> like, it's... I, I, I think I got the itch, because Rantcast, or the Rantathon, which is why we're doing this. If you're if you're just now catching up, I guess I didn't do the intro. I'll do the intro real quick. Good evening, chat gang. I am the magical Mr. Mephisto, the artist formerly known as the most dangerous man in, in Age of Sigmar. Now, the purple-haired wizard of the airwaves. I am joined by Papa Nurgle's most blessed son, the inimitable Paul Conti of Radio Free Hammer Hall. How's it going, my friend? What's up, nerds? Mm. I am here. I'm ready. I got nuts. I got booze. I got questions. The questions are very important. The questions are the most important part. Of this, so so what we're actually doing is is uh, I mentioned the rantathon just kind of there at the uh, the cold open, the death nut challenge. This was eight hundred dollar uh, donation incentive I believe or a donation milestone. Uh, my purple hair I'm sporting right now was of course a thousand dollar and we raised over seven thousand dollars. So <laughs> what a fool I was <laughs> for underestimating you all. But I'm, I'm checking off all the milestones. Uh, I'm, I'll be talking to a tattoo artist here. Um, I'll get a date locked in for the, the Nagash tattoo. Sorry, Nagash tattoo. ABB, always be on brand. Uh, I'll be getting my Nagash tattoo right here on my pristine, sexy, sexy Irish skin. Um, talking to an artist. I've got a sketch that I'll be using from Shanzor uh, there uh, as like the sort of starting point. Hey, I'm looking for something like this. Uh, but uh, that'll probably happen in uh, in December. Uh, Molly and I are going to get tattooed together. I was going to get her a tattoo for her birthday. So it turns out that my suffering just happens to coincide with, with that. So right out the gates. Ooh, oh, Frank on the rocks. Thank you so much for that Twitch Prime sub. 11 months. Now... We're actually up on my one-year anniversary, too. So, so like... Awesome there. Almost a year, yeah. That'll it'll be a year in a in a couple weeks. But I think what I was saying is like I ran the thon happened on, on what would have been Midwest Meltdown. That was when I was that was when I was feeling it's like I had to I had the thing to focus on. As soon as it was gone, I think it hit me that like I didn't have Midwest Meltdown in my diet. Like I didn't get to go and play games. And I think that's I've been like pining for tournaments since then. How are you holding up, man? Um, I'm I'm I, I'm pining over Nova not happening still, and mm-hmm. that that would be coming up in a couple of weeks. So and I'm, yeah. yeah, So you have you have you made how many uh, Novas have you hit? Or is it like an annual thing for you? Is it a? Well, uh, last Ooh. one was my first one, and I immediately decided it was going to be an. Annual this is event. it every time. Like, yeah. Two, so yeah, yeah. It, it is. A huge convention, fantastic convention, really nice location. Um, it's basically like all of the pieces coming together. Plus, like, like the whole Warhammer community goes to that. Yeah. yeah so, this, this is... Which <laughs> so means, do you need to go? I do need to go. I do need to go. No, I. this is the one I plan on cosplaying for. Um, and this renaissance nice. fair, I was going to look for a, a, a cloak for my, like, essentially, like, necromancer slash bone Ooh. shaper. Uh Oh my Oh my So first of all We had uh, We had Hobby Bear Brendan Melnick and Frank Remind everybody that chat gang ain't Nothing to fuck with So a thousand nothing. RDP each Spent to remind y'all uh, Chat gang ain't nothing to fuck with uh, And then Chaos Lord pops off Gifting subs <laughs> And not to be outdone Maroc Wolf Throwing out ten tier one subs to the community for a total of twenty gifted. The, the Mad Lad Mars and Maroc, the Mad Lad Legion. That's right. <laughs> uh, thank you all so much. Yeah, spam all the emojis. Get get the, the the Nagash up in here. Disappointed Samurai Man. Our our chat gang emblem. Um, and be sure to 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 watch Rob Symes's, uh super series. Uh, I think there's going to be on the T Sports Network. Spam Nagash because Nagash is best. Sorry, Nagash is best. <sighs> a battalion of Mad Lads is forming. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we got a hype train forming. He's gonna one drop Mad Lads. Yeah, one drop. The one drop Mad Lad battalion OP everybody. <laughs> Vanilla sauce reminding everyone: chat gang and none to fuck with. So. So we got this. We got these here. I'm actually going to go ahead and minimum pants also reminding folks that that chat gang ain't nothing to fuck with. Thank you so much. Um, so I've got I've got my peanuts here. I haven't busted them out of the thing. I'm actually going to be kind of handing over the show. I've I've talked a bunch. Uh, look at me like this is where you have the the meme. It's Paul Conti. He says, look at me. I am. I am the host now because he's going to go ahead and essentially what we're going to do here is uh, we've got five peanuts. Uh. You can see actually like there's a picture in the in the in the lower right hand side of the screen, but for those of you in pure audio, it's it's five increasingly hotter peanuts, and uh, we're gonna do this like hot wing style or a hot one style a little bit. So you've got some questions. We're gonna eat. We're gonna progress our way through the the progressively hotter peanuts, and you're gonna kind of interview me along the way. Um... Minimum pants. We have an exacto knife here because this is not going to peel off on its own. Yeah, I used a I used a, a, a pencil to get the to get the tape up. So good job! I, I like knowing that my food thing that my 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 thirteen million Scoville heat unit uh, snack is is properly secured when it's shipped to me. So of course this is like. Yeah, uh, what was that? I was just saying yes. Yeah, so about, like, a 20 bucks on Amazon, like, uh, looking for, like, spicy foods to eat as a, as a challenge. And this one really jumped out. I like that it was, like, the progressively hotter nuts. So you start out with with Heat Level Mild, the first clutch of peanuts. So it's actually got these little, like, sort of uh, chambers of doom, right? And you kind of, like, it's like a dungeon grind. You're, you're sort of, like, grinding your way through the dungeon of hotness. Uh, starting out with uh, a Carolina Reaper plus chocolate bootla pepper is the first, like, set of peanuts. The next one, then, is warming up. It's a Carolina Reaper plus ghost pepper seasoned peanut. Uh, once you hit the, th- the the third tier, you're at the Carolina Reaper plus seven pot brain-strained peppers. And all of these, the, 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 the lightest one is already over a million Scoville heat units. Like if you were to just like face a ghost pepper or a Carolina Reaper, you're already in the two million Scoville uh, uh, territory. If you know anything about spicy food, which is really kind of becoming its own thing, isn't it? Like we're just yeah, it really is. Like, like we're using like the fact go ahead, go that ahead. you like say Scoville units. Like the average person on the street probably knows what you're talking about. Like we mm-hmm. live in an interesting time. Yeah, yeah, and we're just like sciencing spicier and spicier peppers, which is pretty freaking rad, actually. I love food science. Like, <laughs> like Baja Blast. Like, Baja Blast kind of sucks, but it's really awesome with Taco Bell because the food scientists sat there just like engineering sodas that taste great with, like, your your cheesy gordita crunch or whatever. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I think it, it, it looks like like to get something as hot as the 13 million scope. Yeah. Like this has to be chemically engineered. Right. Like there is no way that like a chemist wasn't involved in creating this. Right. Yeah, so <laughs> somebody somebody has like their 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 chem or biochem degree. Like their PhD and they went and they worked for blazing foods incorporated you know to engineer spicy peanuts that's kind of a uh, that's kind of fantastic um uh Mezegis says that paul guy is dreamy even if he does play nurgle <laughs> um, so so we mentioned the the carolina reaper pepper plus the seven pot brain strain pepper so you know that's a that's a food science pepper um, the level four is the pain sets in two time Carolina, uh, Carolina Reaper peppers plus the seven pot, uh, Dougla peppers, which is probably the food scientist who, who engineered that pepper. And then finally we have the death death nut, which is two times Carolina Reaper pepper, a Maruga scorpion pepper and 13 million Scoville capsaicin crystals on the peanut because they're like, we can't without chemistry make this, make this hot enough. <laughs> yeah. So, like so I said, inside, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. There's also uh, a little rules sheet Ooh. for Ooh. how to do this. Were you aware of this? I, I know, and I'm, I'm technically cheating because I do have the food on hand. But what are the rules? Tell us the rules, man. All right, so if you are to do this challenge properly, which we are definitely not fucking doing this properly because this is crazy. <laughs> right. Um, rule number one is no liquids or food allowed until completion. No, thank you. I got my booze ready. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. However, I think rule number two and rule number three, we should be able to uh, take care of these. Chew entire contents of each level for 15 seconds. Okay. Uh, That seems doable. Wait 60 seconds before advancing to the next level. We are definitely doing that because we're going to be doing questions. Right, all right, and then rule number four: After eating the contents of level five, the death nut, you must endure a five-minute burn to complete the challenge. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm gonna do exactly all of that. Uh, I, I watched, I was watching videos on YouTube. Um, there's this one where it's just Irish people try stuff. It's probably my favorite one because, like, it, I, I love like a, a good thick Irish accent, and. And they they had stuff on hand, you know, like and and most of the the challenges I've seen, like we have a show to complete. Maybe if I was in a vacuum and this was edited, but we're live. Come on, there's you gotta you gotta lean on the live crutch a little bit. Um, but I'm super happy to see that they said thank you so much for the order. Use coupon code blah to save five dollars on my next order. Thank you, thank you. Like as if you're gonna do this more than once. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right Also, there's a warning on here caution extremely hot wear gloves yeah don't rub your eyes <laughs> oh snap yeah. actually i do rub my i do move my bangs out my eyes a lot so i'm just gonna go ahead and preventive measure uh put on a baseball kit yeah. yeah i love that that along with the, the purple hair you've gone to like the emo hairstyle I I've always had the like trying to get a pompadour though. I've always been trying to get like the full yeah. pomp. It's just in this humidity rather than like going straight forward, it just falls flat in, in front of my eyeball. Uh, so it's <laughs> once, once winter rolls around, you'll get the full like fifties, like, uh, James Dean cool effect, I think. And I'm actually rocking a, you can't tell it because it's black on black print, but I'm actually rocking one of the hats that, uh, that the MHA, uh, I don't mind campaign sent me, uh, after they found out about like the $7,000, they're like, uh, why don't you pick something from the store? And I'm like, uh, not necessary, but uh, I like this hat. And it basically, it says, I don't mind in cursive on it. I'm probably going to rock it at all the tournaments. And they're actually going to coordinate with nice. us next year for this. So hopefully next year they'll, like, I don't know, send me stickers and t-shirts that I can, like, give away as, like, consolation prizes or something. That would be really, really, really sweet to help advance, to remind everyone why we're doing this, why we're suffering on camera. It was the rantathon, yeah. uh $7,000 raised, one of the milestones was to do this, all for mental health, um, visibility, which is something close to both of our hearts. I know I, sh- I have my struggles, you have yours, uh, you've been on Rantcast talking, like, sort of talking about it. Um, so. Yeah. So, you mentioned that uh, you've watched some videos. So, have what have you done to prepare yourself for this? Honestly, uh, I, I drank... I, I've been drinking beer a little bit today. <laughs> so, I got home from... I ended up what working have you, like, today. Have watched a bunch of videos of people eating these nuts and, like, wanting to die? Yeah, they, they, I watched all the videos where they were eating them. Um, I'm like, I, I I didn't have, uh, any anxiety until right when I, I I went live, did the cold open and I left and got a bigger glass of water standing in the kitchen, filling up my glass of water. That was when the anxiety hit me right then at that exact moment, (laughs) I was just like, (sighs) like I I have this thing where like, um, maybe it's part of my disassociation, like problems that I have. Um, I, I have this thing where like things don't feel real to me until they happen. And it's mm-hmm. it, I think it's where like my skepticism my my like cynical nature overlaps with like my sort of uh, defense mechanism of disassociation and I think they just like they they pour, they for they, they they form the perfect vector and then like things just like don't they don't they're not real to me until they happen and so like at that moment getting the glass of water I'm like oh snap this is this is real uh, real quick minimum pants redeeming uh, redeeming a thousand <laughs> 1,000 RDP and Joanna popping off with now 4,000 RDP uh, to remind everyone that chat gang ain't nothing to fuck with. So. Yeah. So I have done no preparation. Okay. Okay. And I had a methodology to not preparing for this. Mm. Because I don't want to know how bad this is going to be. I assume this is going to be a really horrible experience. But I don't want somebody else's bad time to influence my own brain. I like. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hand this over as your like your show shortly. But I gotta ask a I gotta ask a question. Do you think that that speaks to our like our two different mentalities? Like because I did watch all the videos. Like and I'm like I gotta co- like, I gotta I gotta do my research. I got to get some practical experience into my frame of reference to understand things. Like I had to, and you're just like Nah, man. Going in blind. <laughs> Do you think that 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 speaks to our personalities, or is it just like this is just a random thing? Uh it it might be. Um, I, I think it probably is a personality trait difference. Mm-hmm. Um, see, I, I'm like I'm sort of still at the disassociation level. Like I've okay. cracked it open. I've got these nuts like sitting right here in front of me, um, and like they. They don't even look spicy, and I'm not thinking about really like how awful this is likely to be. I am just like preparing the questions in my head. I'm like, I forgot know. to ask Molly for tissue. <laughs> like, oh, I got my shit. little prep station here, and as I open this up, I'm like, this actually smells really good. I just opened the first chamber, um, real quick. Chaos, chaos, chaos lord. Yeah, it does. No, it's got a, it's got a good, good aroma. Like, I, I don't like, um like, uh, nuts very much in, like, food. Like, I hate them. But I love, like, honey-roasted peanuts and, like, uh, sunflower seeds and, like, even, like, the spicy, like, the, their little spicy variants. Like, especially that, like, weird spicy popcorn peanut thing, you know, where it's, like, candied. I can't remember what they're called, but those are awesome. Where they've got, the, like, the hard bubbly yeah. shell. Actually kind of looks a little bit like the coronavirus uh, picture. <laughs> now that I think so about fun. it. I actually really like the combination of spicy and peanut. Like, that's, like, a combination in a lot of Thai food. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I'm, like, the whole way that I got into this mess to begin with was you, like, mentioning this in a Facebook message and being like, Oh, dude, I love spicy food. That would yeah. be awesome to do." Yeah. And, um, You fool. <laughs> We're about to find out just how bad of an idea that this was. All right, so so I'm officially uh, passing the torch. This is your show now. Uh, I'm just going to kind of moderate chat here. We're going to witness. Joanna says we're going to witness Meff's transition to lichdom. I I mean I've been like a, a, a like a, a partial or like a demi lich uh, so far, but yeah, I think we're we're about to. This is this is the final step in the ritual. Uh, is is these peanuts? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, how do you want to do this? Your kind of, show now, man. My my question zero was already sort of gotten out of the way, like what you did to prepare. Right. Um, Like, did you, like, were there other options of spicy food things to do other than this that you thought about? Yeah, so there was actually like a, um, you know, like several million Scoville heat unit potato chip, where it's like a single chip. Um, but, like, they're, they were currently sold out, which was, like, kind of one, and like, eh, I could wait for them to come into stock, because obviously some of the milestones were, were long, long-term goals, but, uh, Cody actually, um, on Twitter, uh, slash Joe, depending on how you know him, um, he, he suggested the Spicy Chip, because this was, like, a, a streamer, like, Spicy Chip, there's a, there's a Spicy Cheeto, actually, which is, like, the world's spiciest, like, cheese poof, because uh, Cheeto's the technical term, so, or the, the, uh, the, uh, copywritten term, it's it's a cheese puff. Uh, so there's like the spiciest cheese puff. Um, and so like I was kind of going through them and the peanut challenge, it really was the progressing levels because the rest are just like, here's the thing, eat the thing once. I, I'm like, this is awesome. Plus, like you're saying, I think subconsciously, like pad cu is like one of the, the Thai dishes that usually like uh, has like spicy peanuts in it. Uh, if you get like some settee, they give you give you that little like spicy peanut uh, dipping sauce and then my favorite thing to order from Thai restaurants is is peanut it's like a peanut soup like a peanut butter soup if you ever I can't remember the name of it off off the top of my head right now but that's my favorite one and it's just like this it's like a, a peanut broth it's you're like what I'm like yeah no it really is just like liquid peanut but like a liquidy or peanut butter it's like a stew it's amazing and so I think subconsciously I'm just like I gotta get the spicy peanuts <laughs> nice. Chaos Lord reminding well. everyone, uh, Chaos Lord's Mars reminding everyone, Chat Gang ain't nothing to fuck with. So. Now, anytime you eat spicy food, um, it can become hard to talk. So I encourage Chat Gang to make Mephisto say as many things as possible. Like, Chat Gang ain't nothing to fuck with. Oh. Come on! <laughs> now you're it. You're going too far. Uh, of course, so, checking uh, is the ready? show within the show. Are, so I'm at their are, mercy. Are we ready for nut number one? I think we're ready. I think we're ready. Uh, uh, Joanna, speak or die. Don't worry, we will save him if he gets out of control. Um, yeah, I think I think we're ready for nut number one. And I'm trying to figure out why is why is Molly calling me? Oh. You're you're on the rantcast. Why why are you calling me? No. No. Okay. Thank you for checking in. <laughs> Must have been a bad time. <laughs> this is fantastic radio going on right now. Fantastic radio. All right. Not, not not one. Are we going for it? Not one. So this is a Carolina Reaper plus the the chocolate bootla pepper, which just sounds almost delightful. I'm getting nothing. (coughs) Tried to talk. (coughs) Crap. So. So now we enter the Muckbane section of the stream. You can hear me chewing and everything. (laughs) (coughs) So. Your partner, Molly, obviously was impacted by the the charity stream you yep. did more than 27 hours almost 28 correct and obviously it basically fucked the whole weekend um so how did she feel about that that the, the whole charity stream situation um and all of the surrounding things and how much did it help that she got to pie you as a part of it? well hang on i'm gonna i'm already hitting the half now i'm, I'm in trouble Oh. see I only I only just hit my drink because I was thirsty Wow I just want to be clear about that. No, I, I, I get the... genuinely like I could just like eat the other two right I'm in so much trouble all right um... <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> no. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> um she was supportive. Right. The the twenty eight hours, uh I've actually done twenty seven hour streams before. Um or not twenty seven, I've done twenty four hour streams. It like usually it was like a birthday thing um to do them. And so she's been supportive Usually it's a, like, it's an event, we prepare for it months in ahead. so she knew about it before anybody else knew about it, which is like, number one, is you gotta clear it with with your partner, you share a life to them. She's gonna have to carry extra weight with the kids in that time period, and the kids don't quite understand, dad's doing a charity stream, he's doing a radio broadcast, like they kinda get some of that stuff. Um, I need a bucket <laughs> to swish and spit, thanks Marrock Wolf. Um... Uh, So, we had that, like, sort of existing structure, roughly. The thing she didn't like was agreeing to the tattoo at too low of a price point. (laughs) And that's why... Go ahead. In fairness, whatever price point you put on it, it would have had to be something that was, like... From the outset, it would have to have sounded like an absurd stretch goal that would never happen. Well, that's the thing: is like, like it would have had to be like ten grand. Yeah, yeah, but but so there's that's the, the I don't know if, am I allowed to elaborate on this? But you want donation have- you want donation goals to seem achievable, right? You can't right. out the gates, um, like d- people's defeatist mentality, so they got to be achievable. And I was going off of like my sort of initial math um that uh that like this is how many viewers i usually have this is how much money i usually make in a, like a full month right of 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 rant casts mm-hmm. see now i'm just thirsty i hit the beer there mm. see the beer helps the beer <laughs> like mm, so good mm. yeah the water doesn't help and the half and half just kind of like disperses it. So, the beer's helping. Um, Yeah, the tricky part with the water is that it actually um, if there's capsaicin oil, it actually spreads it around your mouth. Right. Right. But, um, but the the tattoo price point was the thing that she was like, in retrospect, putting it at $5,000 should have been the, the amount. But that feels, like, absurd based on, like, the numbers I was putting in. And, uh, I I don't think if I set it at $5,000 we hit it with as much fervor as we do in a weird sort of way because we crushing that sort of $1,500 in the first block I felt like got everybody on board and like united in doing it Yeah, the thing. it really set its tone like how much you like collected how quickly. Right, right. And from there everyone was just like it's not just it's not just that, like, okay, Mep's the Schadenfreude of like Mep's gonna tattoo his body, right? Ha 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 ha! And everyone's snickering. It becomes a, pardon me, it becomes a collective. Like, it, you're you're all part of something now. You're all part of a thing. It's not just like ha 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 ha. It's it goes further. You're all part of the thing now. And uh, I think that 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 helped us hit the stride hard. And then we from there, the, it was just like, okay, now we need to have adequate and impressive things to rally behind to keep it going that's going to be maybe not necessarily on on par with like the tattoo because that's i mean that's an extreme change right but it's got to be rewarding in a meaningful way that people can see stuff so like when vince is like hell yeah dude i'll paint something in a mini you go that's a that becomes a you know paint dad is going to paint a model for somebody you know like out of his his yeah. precious time doing what he you know like he's going to do that becomes like a really real physical tangible thing that that becomes in reach of everybody. And to the question that was kind of hanging in there in the periphery of what you were asking, Molly smashed the shit out of me with that pie. I think there was some latent anger over the tattoo price point. <laughs> but when we as soon as we like started cresting all of the goals and like I walk out the office to like get a glass of water or refill my water bottle, And um, I'm like, we're at like $3,000 right now. She's just like, you know, like the, like it, like the like, oh, okay. Like this, for her, she is not really like a, like full on nerd. You know, we've, we've grown together a lot. So we, we've done what you do is you swap interests, you know, and like you, you know, you, you know, it's movies I wouldn't normally watch. Like I've, I've gained an affinity or an enjoyment for, you know, like trash TV. Like we love big, big brothers going on right now. And this is one of our things, or it's about to go on. We love Big Brother. It's one of our, like, bonding things. I like it for, like, the weird human psychology of it. Uh, She loves it for trash drama. You know, but we found those, like, ways that we can both enjoy this thing. And, like, knowing that she loves the thing... And this, this goes to Age of Sigmar. Knowing that she loves the thing, I can absorb some of her love for the thing... And like get into it, which is why when I have a friend who loves Nurgle or Zeench or, or 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 dwarves or any of these armies that I'm not necessarily like that are just not my thing. When you have a friend that loves the thing, you go, you kind of try to see it from their perspective, and that helps you. I mean, that's that's empathy, right? Like building empathy, but then getting a yeah. tangible enjoyment out of empathy. But yeah, smashing me with the pie, like I think when she hit, she had that like pure physical catharsis. She dealt with all of her emotions. Because we have a productive relationship, uh, she dealt with all of her physical emotions <laughs> over way too cheap a goal for the for the tattoo. She completely doesn't isn't mad about it anymore though, because once we shattered five thousand, she's like, "Well, that's the price I was going to say anyway." And so it's like now it's just like so. Even if she had been right in which she was, it should have been a five thousand dollar goal. She still would have been, you know, I'd still be getting a tattoo. Like the inevitability of of Chat gang making that all happen was it was inevitable. It was Thanos. Like the chat gang and the and the coalition as they appointed themselves. Uh they, they had all the infinity stones, so they just had to snap their fingers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all so, right. So Yeah, the heat's gone now, enough- so yeah, it's time to punish me. <laughs> Let's grab this next nut out of here. Yeah. I'm not prepared. I don't really don't love... I love I, this makes it better because you're you are more unfazed. Did you swig castor oil before the show, or...? No. No? Okay. Alright. I, I believe you. I, I believe you. I, I just, like... When I go to a restaurant and I order wings, I usually just order whatever the spiciest thing on the menu is. Mm. So... I, my taste buds are, like, dead. Mm. Anyway, so... mine might be forever damaged from this alright so we're on warming up this is the Carolina Reaper plus the ghost pepper now I have had ghost pepper crap before I really hope that this isn't uh NZ major says Paul Conti please have my babies (laughs) maybe I just like relegate it to one side of my mouth Yeah, I'm not really getting anything from this one either. This one's not as bad. This one's not as bad. Um, not not even by a long shot. That first one hit me. And I think it's because... Um, so where our taste buds work... Is there's essentially like... Flavor bouncers on our palate. Uh, this is why Salty Sweet works so well, right? Um, the flavor bouncer of salt... Like, says get out the way for the delicious flavor. Right, that's that's yep. what it, it activates. Like, um, it really is like square pegs and round holes. Like our taste buds are, are kind of like that on a on a on a micro level, because they have like certain shapes. So certain things uh, get through on different ports parts of your tongue. Salt gets through all of them. Mm-hmm. The sweet heat, <clears throat> I think not trying to talk while eating while chewing was also a good move here. But the the sweetness on that first one, I think just like hit wider on my palate and so I was just like fucked but this one's not as bad it it's got a lot more st- sting maybe like i like i feel like a, almost a numbing sensation but like yeah. the the app the 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 like oh my god flavor heat isn't hitting me as hard yeah it, i i don't think i've ever actually had anything ghost pepper before um but this is not the oh fuck ghost pepper that I was expecting. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, question the second for you, sir. Mm-hmm. Your first charity uh, fundraiser was a couple of months ago now. Probably the Black yeah. Lives Matter fundraiser we did that was like basically all Twitter, right? Yeah, it was really low key, low key and quiet. Yeah. Yeah. And you raise, like, over $1,000 for that. You do this 27-hour rant-a-thon. You raise over $7,000. The question is, what is next in your philanthropy? And what is your cause? I think I'm going to stick... Mental health has always been my my cause. Mental health visibility has been part of my message. Pardon me. My message from early on. Um, I think I'm going to stick with that. Um, I need to. When the the I didn't intend to do the Black Lives Matter charity drive. Um, really big props to uh to Dave. Uh, you see him as G Dad in your chat there. He's one of uh one of the more talks to math. One of my patrons. Uh, he wanted to sponsor like he knew about the rantathon and he wanted to sponsor like a gift for that. Type thing, he's like gonna send me a, a star collecting box, um, and he ended up actually sending me uh, two star collecting boxes, of Nurgle, and and you know a bunch of Ko. So uh, big, 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 big props to him. But when when George Floyd got killed, um, as many people know, I'm 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 from a biracial family. Like I grew up in North Carolina, Camp Lejeune. My mom, white woman, uh, <clears throat> engaged to a black man. I had one kid with him, and then eventually I had a second a second black brother with a, uh, you know, with a different, you know, uh, fatherly figure. All right. Um, it was a very real part of my life growing up, witnessing hate towards somebody for their skin tone. There was a memory that is ingrained in my mind where the kind of like the first time I processed that we had been like literally jumped right walking to school like I kind of processed I the, the kids are bullying me and like when you're I'm probably about seven years old why are the kids bullying me why do they hate me right and my mom said Andrew you see your brother some people just see his skin it stuck in my mind probably way too young all I when you come from a family like I got I got way too many life lessons way too early and it's weird because I was like really awesome Until I was like late teens and then it just all fell apart. Then all of the weight of all my problems hit me. But like for a while I was the adult. I was the oldest brother. I was the man of the house. I was all those things. So I I elevated my maturity level. But uh, my mom said that to me. And it wasn't until like kind of later I recognized that like the hate that visited to my brother wasn't at me. You know, like where you're, you're like, why am I getting hurt? Why are we getting hurt? You kind of go to yourself first. And for a while, it, you know, at some point I quantified and I was able to like put together that like, it has a lot to do with the fact that my mom lost me to foster care. Um, so I lost us all, by the way, not just me. Um, then we got, we all got lost to the foster care system. Uh, my grandma comes down to North Carolina and finds out we've been now into our, th- we're going into our third foster care home. And she comes out and she just scoops us all up and she brings us back to Minnesota, um, which is where she lived at the time. And uh, I had this, like, you know, so this is where I'm approaching my teen years. And I have this jarring moment where I realize that, like, when I'm not near him, I'm not, the hate's not happening. I I get to be, um, I get to just mask, you know, I get to be free. And he has his own struggles because he is biracial and there's, within like some communities uh, you know, it's like that you're not black enough to be with the black people and you're not white enough to be with white people. And so there, he has his own like takes on this and I'm not going to talk for him, but like we've, we've discussed stuff like this. But it was just this, this moment where I'm like I get all my like I I get to like hide again in plain sight. And for me, it forced this empathy, but you got to keep in mind there's this Racial hate and prejudice, and I've been able to tra- translate that through like all of the different like sort of like social marginalized like individuals and stuff like that. Because I go, this is how it felt like here. What do I think they feel, and how do I think it is if you're hated for this, this, that, and the other thing? Um, it helped me grow, but it was always from a visceral point. So my my knee-jerk reaction will always be a very visceral one to, to racism. Um, it's, you get me at my most emotional when that happens. Um, it's, right. it because, I mean, that's, it just goes all the way back to just the seven-year-old kid who was just getting the crap kicked out of him because he happened to be in this family that looked a certain way. And all I felt was love for my family. I don't even call my brother or my sister half siblings. I don't believe in that crap because you, how do you half relate to... You're you're related to them. They're your family. They're, right. I have people that I consider family now that I'm not blood related to. You know, like family to me isn't you're just purely like how many chromosomes you share with somebody or whatever. Like, But I always have this visual thing and so when I watch George Floyd die. I mean, if you watch the video and I don't recommend you do this because it really is like I'm talking about mental health. It's not good for your mental health. Watching that happen yeah, for and me, and honestly, I did not watch it. I have not watched the video. I, I no, months. it's it's weird. It's like it's it's it's. There's a, I mean, people talk about the car wreck. You can't look away from. This is worse than that. Yep. I I felt a light go out inside of me. And I snapped. I, I flipped out on Twitter. I blew up on Facebook. Uh, my brand account, like I, I shared pictures of me and my brothers, um, like you know, like just like I'm not okay with this. Is all I said. I lost it. I had no idea how to. Co- I don't live in a major populous center, so I can't take to the streets and march and you know solidarity. Um, I can stand on the corner with a pick with a sign and people just keep driving by, like they don't give a crap in this town. It's small. It's small and old. Yeah. They don't care. And I'm like, I, I was lashing out. I'm like, I need to do something. I need to do anything at all. And the enter David saying, hey, man, here's a, I'll do a start collecting box for the rant-a-thon. And I'm like, I'm And I'm like, I, I'm thinking about doing a charity drive for this. And he's like, use it for that. And I'm like, he's like, I'll do a box of choice for anybody if they donate to your cause. And it wasn't about grandstanding. I didn't say like and subscribe to my post. I didn't say follow me on Twitter. I didn't fucking say any of that. I actually got a bunch of shit for my YouTube video that I put up to just so that I could... Because you can't say it all in the amount of characters. I So I tried to release a right. video that, like, said, hey, this is all I'm feeling and this is why I'm doing this. Because I want to do something. Because the world... It's the, the, the Dr. Horrible sing-along blog. He says, because the world's a mess and I just got to rule it. <laughs> you know, like... I, like like, the status is not quo. I want to f- I want to make the world a better place. And if I have the tiniest platform, I'm going to try to use it for good. So I wasn't going to use it to grandstand. Um, Games Workshop didn't do their, like, uh, goodbye post yet and trigger he who will not be named. Like, they didn't do that yet. I just, I was lashing out. And then I watched, of all people, Killer Mike from uh, Run the Jewels. He did his speech in Georgia. And when he said what he said, he opens his statement with, I don't want to be here right now. Getting up, crying, and the police chief, who's like a friend, and like the whole community gets up there. And he put together how vi- how much I wanted to see the world burn. Like how much I'm like, burn the system down, destroy it all, let's start over, V for vendetta, drive the train into parliament... End it and start again because it's not fair and it's not okay. And uh, when he said all that, but then he also had this message of community, of support, of voice your stuff, but but don't hurt each other because that doesn't help us either. I'm like, this is what I need to do. I need to do something proactive and productive rather than destructive. Because bad people gonna bad but like most people are good i truly believe this or at least they're just they're not bad or good they're just kind of a little bit lazy and and mostly unplugged from what's going on like their 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 lives they live lives of of quiet desperation just trying to get by and i I get that you worry about you and yours and so on and so forth but a lot of people want to help they just don't know how And and that's what it was—is like I'm going to give people a how. Does that answer the question? Oh no, no. Uh, I guess I gotta I gotta tie it back together to the main main point. Uh, I'm sticking with the MHA cause because again, that was a visceral reaction. I assure you, I will continue to do that every time because race issues will always be a visceral reaction for me. I will continue to do stuff like that. Um, But but the MHA response, the fact that it's always what I started with, it was always my intent, um, that not only did I share, like... I, I hope that people knowing me and who I am will help them become more aware of of um, race issues and that things need to be fixed and stuff. I really... Because I'm never going to hide that. I'm never going to, like, pat, mince my words. I'm If you're a racist, like, you know, like, fuck you. But... But most people aren't intentionally a piece of shit, like, and if you tell them they're a piece of shit, they're just going to recoil from you and never see your side. So I hope, again, that's that community yeah. side. But, but the MHA thing, like, you know, we all struggle with it. The fact that, like, we see all these things wrong in society, like, you know, people getting killed that just shouldn't be, and stuff like that. Like, it hits our mental health too. I feel like if we feel better up here, then we can feel better inside here. I pointed... Good radio. I pointed to my head and then to my heart. If we feel better inside our hearts, we'll treat others better too. And so I, I just think that it's this umbrella issue that if we can f- help fix people's heads, we can help f- change the world. Um, so it's a bigger visible cause. I, th- I think that it, they, they're, they go hand in hand. Why do I react viscerally to uh, racism because I got the crap kicked out of me It's my mental health is always is, is altered forever because of what I experienced um, I'm happy with who I am I, uh, don't get me wrong I love, I, I, I'm happy where I ended up but I think you need to unite people and I think it's a great cause and I just have two words for next year rant house interesting so, so, Interesting. so, rant-a-thon, but, like, a whole house. I see. Like, uh, having your guests in person, or some of them. Uh, like, having a retreat we go to, somebody has already, uh, volunteered their domicile, and the one thing I thought was missing from the rantathon was seeing actual games of Warhammer going on in the background. So if you look, we kind of got like essentially a three-screen layout right now. Imagine if, like, in the lower right-hand side, instead of seeing the next peanut I'm about to suffer, Carolina plus the seven pot brain strain peppers, if instead of that you see Warhammer happening, and we like check back in with like a with like a person on the floor, and and then uh, we can rotate in some physical guests and stuff. So that would be very cool. I like it. That's (laughs) a good next step. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully along with that we can double, triple, Oh no, no. I I think this is a perfect storm. I think this is a um I couldn't conceive of of of, of hitting these goals again next year. But I am gonna start out at the five thousand Molly told me I should have started out. (laughs) so <laughs> I, I i don't think i'll tattoo my body but like maybe a mohawk or and who like we'll we'll figure it out we've got plenty of time to plan it i know some people were talking about tables of terrain uh, so we got an army like what you know tables of terrain like a, like here you go you have a table with all the terrain run a tournament if you, you win something like that uh, some more custom model pieces uh, like Um, people have responded, I can't do this without others. Um, nobody, nobody gets where they are without other people. I know we like to think, like, I worked hard, I ground my way all the way to the top, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, yeah, but you had help along the way. I did. Every day. Um, there was Molly pieing me in the face. (laughs) Or watching our kids a little bit longer while I yell into the screen at nobody for, like, seven years until eventually... Uh, you know, I I found it. Uh, my audience found me. You know, so here we are. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. So, are we ready for the next nut? Our Carolina Reaper plus seven pot brain strain. I don't like the name already. <laughs> it's like I don't want. To, I need my brain. It's my best quality. Well, fourth best quality. All right. All right. All right. All right, are you ready? Let's do it. Got <sighs> <clears throat> some kick out of that one. <laughs> I was afraid to swallow it because I'm like, they're all hitting in different parts of my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) So you did a 27 hour plus live stream. What was the most difficult part of doing that? Um. Ha! Ah, I don't like where that's hitting. <laughs> We're only halfway home. Hmm. Hmm. Yep. Um. <clears throat> it was the logistics, the scheduling. <clears throat> All the complications happened with scheduling. It was. It was. I was balancing three continents (laughs) Um, (laughs) more than 14 guests it was 14 slots right Um, being able to have reliable content in that span because you can go back and watch every two hour clip (sighs) whoo Yeah, it comes back a little bit. Yeah, it would bounce back. Woo! Yeah. i have got a little bit of rebound going on. Mm-hmm. Wow. I was fine at first. and I swallowed. And I think it's... Because it's not... Whatever food follicles... They didn't hit the front of the tongue. They're all at the back. Woo! Woo! Oh, beer saved me. <laughs> 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 mm. Mm. whose idea was so you this did, you had people on from three continents <sighs> yeah and some crazy number of times I know you definitely had UK you had Australia, um, Australia. Canada I think was in there uh oh Mm. I'm in a lot of pain right now He's calculated the heat Yeah, he knows He knew I don't know, fam (sighs) Two more Mm. You there, Paul? He's, he's logging back in. mm mm-hmm. Yeah, it, his, his peanut was too powerful, it broke the internet. Beer. Mm. Yeah, the actual Death Nut Challenge could not do. Without beverages and stuff, I think I'd be done it too. Mmm. The power of Paul's nut always rolls boxcars. Well, I'm sorry that there's going to be dead air right now. Uh, But I need to go get more beverage. I'm running out. Ha! (laughs) Nothing will save me. Yellow. Well, it appears that I'm back. Uh, Mr. Mephisto appears to have left us. And I don't know what's going on. In the meantime, I will continue to entertain that gang. Because that is what I do best. Apparently. Um, so my call dropped, or froze, or something. And I had to go like out and back in again. So here I am. I hope you're all enjoying this so far. I know. I always like watching Meth put nuts in his mouth. It is delightful. <laughs> I wish I could actually see Chat Gang right now. I can't. Um, I really should have uh, thought about that ahead of time. I am just running this off of my phone at the moment, so I've got I've got nothing going on. Um, so I just have to sort of guess at what chat gang may be saying or doing, um, I'm gonna just guess and thank somebody for gift subscriptions, that seems like a thing that probably would have happened recently. Uh, so shout out to whoever did that, if you haven't yet, then you should. Um, yeah, um... Yeah, and, uh, yeah, thanks for the subscription, yup, and donating BITS! Oh, look at these people Ooh. donating the BITS! Where the hell did Meph go? Hello. Wow. Hey Paul, it's me, your friend, Frank, from Chat Gang. Oh. Mephisto went to get some drinks. Alright, oh, alright, you're back! okay bye yeah Ooh. oh i am not okay <laughs> <laughs> two more to go Ooh. oh oh he's breaking out the tissues did oh captain my captain Frank stepped off I, I had to go get more beer. Ooh! Thank you so much for All that right, subscription, yeah, so. there, Num One. Oh no, I see, see Maroc Wolf would. popped off with uh, with Ooh. ten more, uh, gift subs. Enjoy the emotes, everybody. Uh, see, that's that's the thing is I like, I'll let you get back to it and I'll catch back up on what's going on, but uh. Huh, oh, see, see, mad lad, W. Soren kind of, um, you know, rant cast and all this stuff doesn't really exist without him. I mean, there, there's so many people that, that contributed to what's going on right now, or, or not what's going on, but like where we're at. Oh, now we got the tissue out. Um, <laughs> Ooh, now you're going to cry? Gonna sport yeah, yeah, I'm going to cry. I'm getting so much crying. Um, there's so many people that like kind of donated to get, not donated, so many people that were here for this whole stream, this whole thing, getting it to where it is. Um, and Madlad was a huge part of that. Like we didn't hit our emote goals without him practically single-handedly. Uh, the reason I've, I've maxed out on the amount of emotes you can have as an affiliate is, is he almost single-handedly did that. Um, but he's got some personal stuff going on right now, you know, like life getting in, in the way and he's like, dude, I'm sorry, but I can't, uh. You know, I, I'm not going to be able to donate in the same level. I'm like, first off, dude, it's already probably way too much. But the thing is, is there's a whole community there. You know, I, I think about the the Firefly quote. You know, when you can't run, you crawl. And when you can't crawl anymore, you find someone to carry you. You know, that's what, like... I mean, we're just a microcosm of the Age of Sigmar community. Like, we carry each other when we need it. You know, like it... And... and and so Maroc Wolf now carrying the Mad Lad a little bit, you know, or not the Mad Lad, but car- you know the the donation or the uh, the gift sub. Yes, the spice is hitting the brain now. It's in the brain. I'm talking words hard. <laughs> it, what I think is actually really cool about the Age of Sigmar community that we have is that there's also like a content creator community, and like the thing that you know maybe some of the viewers are not really aware of. Like every all of like the different YouTube personalities and Twitch personalities, like we're basically all friends. Like we all chat with each other on a regular basis for the most part. Um Yeah, except Hey Well so, our our rivalry is well known. No. I mean he's like literally my best friend. <laughs> like <laughs> like uh, Yeah it yeah continue your point. I just tried to be quippy. Yeah I, Yeah it it's And there's, you know, like, from what I've found, like, there are, like, these groups of people kind of here and there that are, like, these great tight-knit communities within Age of Sigmar, where it's just, like, this crew from this particular area, and they've got, like, their, you know, continuous chat going on, whether it's, like, a Facebook Messenger group chat or Discord or whatever medium they're using. But they have like their community that they're constantly in touch with and it really becomes like yeah you know, we all meet and play this game but like we all end up kind of being involved in each other's lives more yeah. deeply than that right right um and we all support each other right well and and that's i i mentioned like i don't think of it in writing uh it is said I mean, Herm- Ernest Hemingway has a very famous quote: "Like writing is writing is competitive," like you don't, you know, like if I get published, someone else isn't getting published, and so on and so forth. Um, I don't think of the Age of Sigmar comp- co- content creator community as competitive. I think of it as one massive collaboration. Even if I disagree with, you know, Vince on a take, or 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 um, you know, Haywell. People don't realize it, but like we we have differing opinions, like on some stuff, and like we kind of. Um, bounce ideas off of each other and like, you know, it, like, so, so it's like, uh, you know, we do a lot of that chat off off stream and stuff, but, um, you know, we, we've had a few episodes on here where we have different p- perspectives. Uh, uh, like when I, a content creator in the Age of Sig- Sigmar community says something, I don't feel malice toward them. Um, I, uh, I just like go, oh, like something for me to talk about. You know, like, and, and so then I have, yeah. like, and, and I think that helps. Um, also, what you talked about, like, with the, the the different communities, like, sort of, like, you're, I, I mean, obviously, I'm, like, a Midwesterner, so I kind of, like, I tend to gravitate towards, like, that Midwestern, like, crew as, like, sort of, a like, a default. But, like, I make it a point to, like, talk to people, and especially when I go to a tournament, like, that's more national than regional, like Gen Con, to, like, go out of my way to go talk to, like, people that are just sort of outside of that, like, initial circle, because, one you never know when you're gonna see him again and uh, and to it, it, it like you don't want to be in that feedback loop of content like I I love having Ian on like I it's it's be- Ian from 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 uh, just saying uh, you know a just a just play podcast um I love having Ian on the show because this is somebody that started out at like sort of the same point I did on T on the T- TGA forums. Uh, we started having our conversations right around, like, LON... The LON Battle Tom came out. But we have two different, like, angles we're, like, approaching the book at. And so one of the the most fascinating things... And he's... They, like, they're, like, a competitive first sort of, like, type of podcast. They've said some... Like, some stuff that's had some controversy and, you know, so, like... But, like, why do I love talking to him so much? It's, like, because he has a different perspective. Like, I see where we align, you know? Like, but then I get to, like, appreciate... My own perspective, because like the contrast with his or um, or or like he because we do have that like sort of resonance, I can shift my stance a lot more readily than I can if it's just somebody I'm directly opposed to at all times, you know, or like, you know, like if I fundamentally disagree with you about something, then it's really hard for me to ever come around to your side. Um, I mean, that's not entirely true. I'm I'm, ma- I'm wired a little bit differently than the average person, but I'm not like smugly. I mean, like I I'm more I'm not as fixed in my own opinions. I'm really interested in like having an opinion, having an opinion, and constructing opinion is more fun for me than having the right opinion. Does that make sense? Uh, I'm totally honest with you. like I I think the there's something like really interesting just in the process of constructing IP. Yes. Putting different things. Together. Yes. And then stress testing those ideas. Yes. Um. It, it, I. You know. Not, not to get into like. You know. Out a, of a, a left field sort of things, but like, I do that with. Like social political sort of ideas as well all the time. Like I, I would much rather listen to something that I disagree with, to either one, maybe they'll change my mind, or two. Well, if I disagree with them, and I still disagree with them after listening to something or watching something that is, you know, of good quality, well, at least my argument's going to be better now. Now I have, like, another thing to hone my argument Uh Uh-oh, I'm losing your audio. Or maybe it's just me losing audio. It's like the universe doesn't want you to eat these nuts. Nope. Okay. Yeah. So, I think, um, in general, doing your research in life is a good thing. And now that we all have the internet, we can all do our research. Um, and which can be kind of a stupid thing sometimes. Um, people just reinforcing their own opinions, but yeah, you know, like one of the things in Age of Sigmar that I've uh, been trying to do over this summer is you know read all the battle. Talks. All right, I should be back. Now. Um, yeah, welcome back. Yeah, to your own show. Yeah, thank you. I think you're just delaying reading this next nut. I think that's what it is. We're uh, to answer a question there from Chat Gang. Uh, we're going into Nut Four and uh, Nut Three. Uh, it hit me hard. <laughs> I had, to, I had to walk around and refill all of the beverages. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, I'm just, like, bored. Yeah, he's he's over here, like... I they, Honestly, we couldn't have a better dynamic, though. Like, you gotta have the person who's just, like, keeping their shit together. <laughs> well, and what's going great is that, like, this is going just like Hot Ones. It's like Sean on Hot Ones is always, like, barely affected by the sauces. I don't he think he's eating, eating the same thing. sauces. I think he's... I, I really don't. No, no... Like, I'm not, I am not, like, a spice guru by any means. I'm not one of those people who can just, like, handle his spice. But, like, I start at, like, at at Buffalo, like, hot. You know? Like, that's where I start. And then I, like, I go up from there. But, like, that's my, I like, I don't like spicy for the sake of spicy, which is, um, oddly enough, these nuts aren't just, like, only burning. They have flavor, which is, like, what's, what's blowing my mind. Um, you know, like, like, um, like, but some some hot like sauces, they all they try to do is go for a burn. They don't care about like the flavor, um, and, and so like I usually yeah, start out That's why bomb is so ridiculous. Like it, it it burns a lot and it tastes bad. Yeah, yeah, just get out. Yeah, but I, I actually love yeah. that. Like <laughs> that, I I like the vinegary deliciousness of like a, a true hot sauce. Like I love that like flavor. Yes, you know, like I, I yeah. Um, that's why I hate Tabasco sauce because they engineered. It's you, they have a patent on the Tabasco pepper. It's a different pepper, um, which this isn't unheard of. Like patenting a, a like a, a gene strand that you've like refined over time with like awesome food science, whatever. Um, yes. But like I don't patenting like the taste. genes it's, you know it's just America. Yeah, that's just that. Yeah, that's what we do here. <laughs> um, but like. Uh, the thing is it doesn't taste good. <laughs> like like yeah. hey, the, the Tabasco pepper sucks. <laughs> it doesn't taste good. Like it, it tastes like crap. So I like the I use a lot of the Louisiana like the as my de facto is like that Louisiana hot sauce. I use a lot of that and I use a lot of Frank's red hot. Now I know that Frank's red hot is contentious because it's not spicy, but it's got that vinegary like that I love. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's got uh, just enough spice to it and like I just love the vinegar. It's like, like my it, ketchup yep yeah Cholula's good Cholula's got that like uh because it's got a really like chili quality to it that I like a chili pepper quality to it that I enjoy Cholula's not bad yeah (laughs) I'm being attacked on stream (laughs) or the poor pepper is being attacked on stream all right all right did you ask me a question for three I think you did yeah okay yeah I was asking you. what was the hardest uh, part part hardest part of the stream yeah and I said uh the like sort of the the scheduling aspect um the technical yeah. difficulties yeah. weren't as bad. We we've had a couple here. We had a few on like the ones we had here, we, we kinda had a rant cast people guests dropping and stuff like that. that's just like par for the course and that's why I usually had redundant guests. You know, like how like more than one guest so that like if one did drop we could have like others in and out and um and stuff like that. Right. Um and the close was just to kinda like tie a bow on all this, uh the close was hard. Um when I was supposed to be Personality still and like talking and directing conversation. Uh, I was just doing math and uh, and double checking to make sure that we didn't have like multiple uh, double entries because my uh, uh, CSV file. Um, some of the earlier uh, miscommunications with uh, like how to enter the giveaway caused some like issues way down the line. The thing is, is like you gotta you kind of gotta do it to stress test it, like. There's a reason you can have all the best theories in the world about your army in Age of Sigmar, but you still got to get it on the table to to like stress test it, right? And um, yeah, a 27 hour marathon out of nowhere. that got seven times the amount of money I thought I was going to get. Uh, I really think we did a good job. And again, the hardest part was on the scheduling. Uh, I had so much help and did so much effort or did so much work before we even went before I even went live that a lot of the stuff kind of yeah. took care of itself once it was going cool yeah all right so are you ready for number four <sighs> not ready but willing okay to put put these these nuts in my mouth um g dead says math needed an excel guy yes i needed an excel guy <sighs> that's why you should have had me on you, math <laughs> hammer well you were on <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i was you needed me in that block to do it for you no yeah. That one's got some good flavor to it. I like it. How's your peanut? But Mep obviously can't talk right now. You alright, buddy? I know it's going to do what 3 did. Mm. (laughs) So. Question the 4th. Uh what You know, it it's it's hard to pick, you know, your favorite child. But we we all know that we have. So what was your favorite 2-hour segment out of the rantcast or the out of the rantathon? You uh you have children? Do you have more than one? I know you have like at, at least Yep. One. I have two. That's a hard question. Mm. Um, I'll tell you the most unexpected one while I play for time a little bit here. I had the In Your Face guys on. Yeah, who I'm not familiar with. I need to, uh if you have that segment up, I'm going to have to go watch it. It's up. Oh, sweet whiskey. <laughs> oh, we're moving on to hard liquor now. Mm. So, um... That's the uh, the Best Coast Pairings crew. Um, oh, 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 Garrett, so like Garrett. <clears throat> yeah, Garrett Mulroney. Yeah. I um, actually played against Garrett at uh, the last I attended. Yeah, that's uh, that's Garrett. That's uh, um, other Alex G. Um, so there is the Alex G, which is the Alex in my area, and there's pretty Alex G, as uh, Jacob Berry calls him. Or West Coast Alex G, but depending on where you are, you have your Alex G, right? Um, He, uh... And then uh, you have the the French overlord as well, Jeremy. Whose last name I won't even attempt to pronounce because it's French. They are hard, competitive, lean players. Okay? Um... I went into the windpipe. It's over, son. <sighs> oh, my my wife is uh I I just saw the uh, text message uh, pop up. My wife is yelling at me that I shouldn't have a favorite child. We all know we do. We do. We all have a favorite. We wife. do, you just don't admit it. You can't say it out loud, but everybody does. Yeah, it's true. Um uh anyway, the uh, it wasn't I wouldn't say my favorite segment, I'm playing for time here, but it was the most unexpected one. Because they have the competitive app for competitive gaming, right? Where you measure how competitive you are on a system with numbers. We talked lore for two hours. <laughs> 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 we talked. So let me tell you my. exclusively uh- lore for two hours. And Jeremy threw shade at me because he wanted, like, the full Mephisto, right? Which, (laughs) like, Tropic Thunder, we know that you never go full meth. Um, Like, he wanted, like, the full spicy take. Like, I've had some spicy ones. um, But, like... Just, like, now. Literally. This is the hottest Age of Sigmar show ever. (laughs) scientifically speaking um whoo I'm fucking losing it and you're just like stoic this is amazing <laughs> can't even yes I can't ha ah, ah. ha I'm half the whiskey's gone all my beer and most of the why how mm. Dude, I tell you I've already burned my taste buds off this is like everybody like like even you just said it like Sean on Hot Ones is like, oh, he must have different wings. Like, no, he just fucking does this all the time. Like, oh. <laughs> like his taste buds are gone. He's used uh. to this. Uh. All right, you were about to tell me your favorite segment so I can we can play for time more while I ruminate. Um, Well, I, what I would say first is um, I had the pleasure of playing against Garrett at uh, Du Bois in 2019, and um, not only is he a fantastic dude, um, he was playing a beautifully painted Sylvaneth army and had um, measuring sticks uh, that were, like, these beautiful wood measuring sticks to measure out, like, nine inches away when he was going to set guys up that, like, you know, there were, like, custom wood ones to match with his Sylvaneth army. Right. Um. So from that, I would have guessed, like... Like, yeah, this guy made an app, but, yeah, I could see him talking for two hours about lore. That seems about right. That's the, that's the thing, is, like, the I, I think the greatest lie in the Age of Sigmar community is that, like, there are competitive players, and there are narrative players, and there are hobbyists. I think that that is the... that That's practically half of why my show exists, is to kind of, like, uh, be an ambassador and break down the barriers. Because, you know... If all you care about is competition, uh, you're probably going to play a different game, you know? And this isn't right. the, like, go play chess take. I mean, there are there are plenty of, like, amazing games across the world. You're in Age of Sigmar because... Friends, community, right? You're in it because, like, you're looking at two equally great games, competitively speaking. Or one's got the competitive edge, even. You're like, oh, I don't know, War Machine. I, I've never played War Machine, but I've heard that War Machine was had better rules. Or whatever, okay? Fine. So, I'm just gonna, for argument's sake, we'll say it's War Machine is the more competitive game. But th- then you come and play Age of Sigmar because your tiebreakers are aesthetics and lore. the fluff, right? Like, you, you, or you have a nostalgia attachment from the world that was, your favorite character's still around. Whatever it is, people aren't in tiny boxes. It Okay, hang on, real quick. When the heat passes, there is a pronounced moment, and it's a fantastic sensation. <laughs> it's it's like this weird like it goes beyond taste. Like it's like the fourth dimension of flavor. Once you get past the heat, like once you get past like the burning and stuff like that, you're just in the heat dimension. And like it's like mm-hmm. it's like your third eye opens of taste buds. It's amazing. So that just happened. That yeah. that nut like it, it finally passed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but anyway, say, like the the greatest lies that these three cool. boxes. And so to, to hear what are essentially the, I, I cut you off. Continue. Do your point. Yeah, I, but you asked the question what my favorite uh, segment was, and I have to say it was a, a, hey whoa, Circus Peanut Story. Um, that was amazing. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh. I, yeah, oh. and I just have to say in general, like, um, I love Haywo. Hey yes, um, I love him so much more when he's on somebody else's channel and he's like off script and he's just like, where when he's just like flowing, he's got like that flow state going on and he's yeah. just got like the jokes and the sarcasm and the stories and, um, it like. He needs to do more of that. <laughs> so, so you mentioned like hard parts of the the stream and stuff. This wasn't hard, but this was a like a it was a setback or something that didn't go to plan, which is uh, embarrassing stories. Um, so initially, yep. Tom was supposed to be on that segment, and I figured right. Tom would have a great story. But Vince's uh, the joke is that Vince is a robot, right? Like he's just a robot sent, built in the future, sent back in time to teach us all how to paint. Like, um, and so like he he did like a like a world a worldly sort of, like, life-teaching moment. Which, you know, like, oh, don't feel embarrassed. You know, it's a moment of growth, and he this really great, like, life moment rather than, like, an embarrassing tale. But what was originally designed as was, like, probably get something, like, of levity from Vince and then get, like, something silly from Tom and get to see Tom when Tom is not... when Tom doesn't have to be the Tom Lyons of Warhammer Weekly. When you meet Tom in person, he's, like... He's not just this hard-nosed, like like, uh, only cares about this, and, you know, that's trash, and that's a trap, and blah, blah. He's actually, he's, he's one of the most pleasant guys you'll ever personally deal with. Like, one of my favorite things, like, when he, one of my favorite rant casts to this day is the one with him and Chuck Moore, talking, like, LRL, like, uh, pre-LRL and commiserating over COVID lockdown, because that's when it was all kind of fresh for everybody. Like, one of the, one of the best episodes of my show, I think you'll see, it's, is that episode, because you get to see Tom not have to be Tom playing off of Vince. You know, you get to see just Tom be Tom. And Vince does a great job. Like, he is just, like, the content whisperer. Because he can just reign in any guest. He's just, like... He is Neo. Like, anytime... If you're on his show, like... I was so surprised to not get show notes from Vince the first time I was on Warhammer Weekly. I'm like, there's no show notes? I'm just gonna... Huh? I give people show notes, and the joke is that I never take notes. You know, like... <laughs> it's the show, show notes, I give like bullet points are like, hey, ABC, Act 1, Act 2, Act 3, right? Like, no, man, we'll wing it. I'm like, what? I'm winging it with the most intimidating show in in the Age of Sigmar community? And, like, because Vince is such a master of, like, managing that, like, energy and the takes and, like, Vince knows everything he wants to say over the course of the whole episode. Like, he knows yep. what he's gonna say and he's always gonna rein it back into the point he's trying to make. Look at the, um, the AOS, uh, the AOS Stats episode he just did. He knew what point he wanted to make. And he just had all this great data to share on this journey to get to the point. It was amazing. It was masterful. Masterful. And Tom was the poignant, like, context, contextualizing, blah, blah, blah. So, like, initially when I set that goal of embarrassing stories, it was like, okay, we're going to push. And then, like, people are going to get to hear an embarrassing story from from Vincent Tom. Ha, ha, ha. Like, the greatest, you know, good comedy Good comedy punches up. It doesn't get more up than Vincent Tom, and so you're just like, that was the expectation, and and then Tom cancels whatever you know happens. We are parents. We all have lives. You know, the the least important thing in your life is probably my show every week. I and and it should be by the way. That's what makes it fun because it's not important. You get to listen to it and just enjoy it. That's why it's fun. And then Joe comes on. Hey, well, I'm like, because I'm, I'm just like, hey, well, man, help me, you know, like, do this and blah, blah, blah. Like, and he comes on, and so you get this levity point from Vince, this life lesson, and then you get the Circus Peanuts story. And it was just, it, 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 it's quite frankly, it saved my ass from a, a bad donation incentive that could have kind of, like, set the show back, I think. If, if that. Yeah. Like, I won't be doing embarrassing stories as a milestone ever again. Like, it was... Like, it, but it was like, I'm like, this was like a, um... This was like, the air pressure is out and the masks drop down from the ceiling, the airplane's going down type moment of the show for me. And then you have, like, hey, whoa, Vince, hey, levity point. Yeah, and then I'm like, no time. And then like, and I'm just like, Joe, it is time. The circus peanuts story. And like, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard the story. You have to understand. I know most of the punchlines, and I know where the story is going, right? But even so, I've never heard that story like with the same like. It's just it's it's the his cadence. It he could say the same thing, and it's 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 different and funny every time because like he pitches his vowels a little bit different in that. Segment, he does up the sign Which is, a, it really, like, if you've Driven that stretch of road This sign is there Like, he, like, literally, <laughs> it's there But, like, he just, like, he focuses On the sign a little bit more, if he's got the audience's Attention on that, like, he is it, it, masterful Like, amazing, and so It was like, I'm like, wait to, like For the third time over the course of that whole show You'll see that he bailed my ass out uh, Which was there at the end And uh, the baked in one, which was I was gonna take a 30 minute nap uh, during his segment um because uh, and that worked out uh, actually by the way i i stayed there on my phone the whole time so it was like cheating but to like stretch my legs and go around and not be on the camera uh for that to not have to be on for that like that that block was a really like i think that's why I ended so much stronger than i than i did i mentioned the birthday streams I've done 24 hour birthday streams i have been a wreck Every single one of them I've ever done. I was not wrecked after this. I mean, I was losing my faculties because I'd been up for like 32 hours by the end of it or something like that. But I was, there was so much preparation the whole way that it was, I drank tons of water. Chuck coming on with his fitness invasion, like Heywo, letting me like just be off stream for two hours. Is that, well, about an hour, I think is what it ended up being. Um, All that, like just making this all work was like a super big deal. But we've played for enough time. I think I know what my favorite one was. Uh, Doctor's block. Uh, honorable mention to the uh, the basement of death uh, crew. The uh, the playing and slaying block because it's Wisco, They're drinking. I even had a beer with them, even though like drinking in twenty four hour hour streams just do not mix. Um, and reading the room was like really good. Um, but it was the doctor's block and uh, I'm going to go egotistical with this because this is something that is kind of uniquely Rantcast. Um, like, the doctor's block and bringing on doctors of Rantcast and, like, joking about they're a doctor, you have to believe their take. Um, that whole joke, that I mean, that that goes back to, like, episode, like, 16 of Rantcast. You know, like, when Alex Milonis came on and I did the first, like um i brought him on uh he is a a, a doctor in, in the uh, psychology field of anxiety uh speci- specialized in anxiety specifically and um talk the, the message of mindfulness and and you're taking care of yourself um that we layered in from the very beginning of rantcast kind of with alex helping and then the rolling joke of doctor doctor if you've ever seen uh, spies like us with uh dan Aykroyd and chevy chase uh, that whole joke, it was just me making my own Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase joke. So for me, it's like from a, it's my favorite block, my favorite child, if you will, because I, I made it. Every, like, everything else, it's not that like I, like, I didn't have a hand in it, but I'm like, this is a, like, a setup to a punchline I made, I, I set up like a year ago, is the doctor, doctor, doctor block. And so that felt really <sighs> special and fun for me. Nice. Um, all right. So are you ready uh, for number five? So is anyone ready for number five? I don't know if this happened to you, but, you know, all of my little pouches had three of in them, except the last one had four for some reason. Yeah. So because I have OCD and I like to even things out. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking two nuts to the face for the last round. Okay, uh, and, you know, it's kind of like you know the last dab. You know, you can feel free. No, maybe a little bit of a fishing around here. No, I'll, to, I'll finish. Uh, I'll finish off the half and the half and half. <laughs> That'll be <on> the last. <laughs> I'll chug the half and half. <laughs> <laughs> Paul is taking two All nuts. Right. Nice. <laughs> double barrel <laughs> so just just for uh, transparency's sake I've, I've had like uh, for nuts the most part I've had about three nuts but you can see the final chamber is activated I had three nuts in there there's the, the third where uh... so this is 2x caroline Harina reaper Moruga Scorpion, and 13 million Scoville Capsaicin Crystals. Are you ready? No. I'm looking you know, at it, and it looks, for, it looks like are a are hot nut. you ready for the question that's going to come along with this? I, I can't imagine. this. You've been teasing me with this for a while here. This is... Uh, I don't know, man. All right. All right. Ready or not. Uh, and our ad sponsors, and blah, 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 that's where you'd do a tease, right? Like you would do a commercial yeah. break and lick, lick them. I yeah, just put the nuts in your mouth. All right, put the nuts in your mouth. All right, let's go. Minimum pants, reminding everyone checking ain't nothing to fuck with. Here we go, bottoms up. So, there was a lesson. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's a good one. It's got some burn to it. All right. So, there was a lesson that you had to learn throughout the stream. So, if you could reiterate for us, why exactly was Petrifax Elite overpowered and in need of a nerf, and why was the nerf that we got the correct one? My tonsils are burning <laughs> this one this one does have some burn too I'm I will admit that I got a little bit of uh, feel a little mist in the eyes I need um, more beer <laughs> <laughs> in chat gang I'd like to point out that I just ate two of those nuts and he ate one and I'm here chatting with you guys he's over there drinking beers taking his headphones off taking a lap I'm keeping it together I'm the champion maybe I'm just used to putting hot nuts in <sighs> my mouth maybe one second <laughs> I love it. I am wishing I had a little more gin, though. I have a... Hit the button. Hit the bottom. (sighs) Oh, chat gang. How are you doing? So, I, uh... Yeah, this is the first nut that I'm really actually, like, feeling. I'm uh, a little misty. Little warm. Really, do wish I had some more gin to uh, take the edge off of this. Something about it does kind of create like a little bit of a vomitous sort of feeling. Um, I think it might just be the way that it's it makes your mouth water. It's it's making my mouth water in the same way that my mouth waters like I'm about to throw up, Uh, and I think it's. Just coincidental that it happens to be doing that, but um unlike some people, I am keeping it together. I'm talking here so we don't have dead air. Uh we do have an empty Mephisto chair. Uh, but I think okay. he, uh, I think he's just dodging the question. Okay, this is the first one where I had to physically spit. Ha! <coughs> uh. You know, I've got to be honest. This is about the level of spiciness that I was expecting to start at. I hate you so much right now. (laughs) (laughs) I was not throwing up. If I was throwing up, I would have done it on camera because you know how good it would have made my views right now? Oh, yeah. Shotgun the rest of the packet, Paul. Come on. Oh, I mean, I need to keep the rest of these around for entertainment purposes. Um, I have other friends that fancy themselves spicy food people, so I'm going to have to do this challenge with others. Uh, Oh, you've been
1: wiping. Your
0: eyes are bloodshot. (laughs) Your eyes are red. You're sweaty. Do you need the half and half? It's all gone. You drank the half and half? Yeah, oh, It's gone. Just beer now. You need some milk? Yeah. Milk. <laughs> Please. Whole milk. If we have it still. do have all of the whole milk. Ah, oh, this is actually giving us a very nice shot of that hat. Thank you. Uh, so what would you that? care to explain to us why uh Petropex Elite needed dinner? And uh, why this was the right nerf, why it was overpowered. Could you do that for us? You want kayfabe meth or non-kayfabe meth? I can't say my own name anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Uh, I, I don't know the difference, so whichever one is more honest. You've never seen me taking 13 million Scoville heat units to the face? It's, it's very, uh. Ugh. It's more the I don't know what to do with myself. Like, I just know. took 13 million with a smile. You just have this, this is great. I just don't know what to do with myself. And I've never seen you like that. Ah. Enjoy. I hate hate you. <laughs> And just to be clear, everyone, we did eat the same thing. We have, you know, the same package. Pain is temporary. But the Petrifex Elite nerf is forever. No no. So Yeah. Uh, who' who's Sasha Gray? Sasha Gray. I feel like Sasha Gray's a porn star. Sounds like it. Says uh Sasha Gray would have blushed. Taking those nuts to the face. Unbelievable! Oh, yeah, definitely a porn star with that. Mm. There's your swish and spit, everybody. I'm okay. Great radio right now. I mean, it's awesome TV. Real talk. That is true. Pardon me. (laughs) How many beers in are you right now? Four beers. Four over the course of the show. Uh, A whole quart of half and half and uh, one whiskey mixer. But my whiskey mixers are basically just mostly whiskey with a splash of... uh, Coke. and half a glass of water because water is a trap um, you don't want to do the water like to start um, but to rehydrate and recover from all this other shit I'm putting in my body Whew. you're a son of a bitch Paul says Joanna That's what I do uh, I am nothing if not a giant asshole. Alright. So why was the Petrifex Elite nerf deserved the right change and Right. Um, it was deserved because people don't want to get good at Aegis Sigmar. And uh, now maybe they'll shut the hell up uh, long enough for me to kick their ass. And teach them that they just weren't playing the table to begin with. Uh... But they'll shut up, so is the correct change. <laughs> so, what is, uh, what's the real answer? <sighs> I see it's causing you physical pain. Oh yeah, it's probably problem. That oh, yeah. the elite needed to, uh, be nerfed. Um, you're an asshole. oh it hurts so bad um no the real answer I've never done the spiciest wings at Buffalo Wild Wings before and now I think I'm ready yeah you gotta go yeah um um the real answer it really is uh, what's called a disassembly um so you present a solution to a problem. It doesn't need to be the right solution, but the perception of the problem is greater than the problem. Okay, this is uh, this is a reality. Okay, this this happens in politics near constantly, right? Like wealth gap or uh, you know social security fund running out or whatever it is, right? <clears throat> there is problem, and problem exists, and problem is real. Okay. So Petrifex Elite is a problem, existed. Problem is real. You propose a solution that addresses problem, but it is not the solution or the best solution. It is just a solution. And what happens is you combat the perception of the problem. Because perception is so often everything. In life, in politics, in games. It is so hard to shift someone's perspective without doing something drastic, right? You really have to, like, do something that just snaps people out of whatever fixed point they're in from their perspective. Now, I love the joke, and I don't even remember who made it at this point, that, like, there were two levers on the wall. Um,. One of them said, nerf the rend. One of them said, nerf the save. And they walked over and they grabbed the one that said, nerf the rend, and they pulled it. And then, like, the tape fell off and it said, nerf the save underneath it. You know, like, they just had taped over. <laughs> now, um, this is where the patch notes are a big, big deal. Okay? Um, the patch notes said, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but they said, we changed the army while keeping the core strength intact. Meaning, they changed the save while keeping the core strength, the rend, intact. Now, I approached the game... Pardon me. And my army and everything from a pretty wide perspective. Um, I try to look at rules and fluff and flavor, you know. One of the things... Actually, uh, Dave, uh, and I don't want to share his last name, but from one of the guys from Milwaukee, uh, who provided the, uh, Larissa, uh, 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 Shadowstrike, uh, character. I'm forgetting her name already. Uh, the spice is getting to my brain, I'm sorry. Uh, that awesome model, uh, for one of the giveaways. He hates Nagash. He hates Nagash for all the reasons one can hate Nagash, Okay. And he said something in one of our early conversations as we're, we're kind of, like, getting to know each other. And, like, he saw that I just, like, love love Nagash. And he just hates Nagash. And one of the things he said when talking about, like, how powerful Nagash was in L.O.N. and so on and so forth was, But I can't be truly mad because the army plays, like, how it should. Right? This feels like an ultimate truth to me in Age of Sigmar these days. Not necessarily the mad part, but that because the army plays how it should, is this, like, this, this kind of esoteric question. How should the army play? And for me, the sort of, like, The thing the game should try to do the most. We should always be chasing balance. We should always uh, have an illusion of parody. We should always have that stuff. Always. But the main thing for me that I'm going to always kind of come back to is does the army play how it should. Petrifex Elite failed that threshold on like sort of a like the sales pitch which is this is the defensive one made out of petrified dinosaur bone. When I say those words to you, petrified god beasts are what make these guys, do you think Rend characteristic? No. Not at all. I don't think anyone in the entire world does. When you read the book, it says they're they're SEAL Team 6. It says they show up late and kick everybody's ass. Like, they only go in when there is a real problem and you need the real solution. And they show up late because the inference I got was that they're like, they're slow because they're man of a fucking dinosaur bone. But then they get there and they get the job done. So I go back to this lever thing. Where they like have the two levers on the wall and says nerf the save, nerf the rent. You gotta do one or the other. Because the tankiest army shouldn't also be the killiest army. And that's kind of a third rail thing. That's just the right. tankiest thing shouldn't be the killiest thing. That's, that is, out of the package, I think everyone agrees with that, right? I am the main tank of a yep. World of Warcraft guild. Uh, I main tanked through progression rating, had server first and, you know, top, top hundred worlds during actual progression rating before the, the fall off in, um uh, in a, uh, whatever came after Wrath, where like their numbers like artificially went up, but they quit actually going up, right? Um, I uh, I didn't do the most damage in my group, did I? I tanked the boss. I I did some battlefield control. I tried to keep the thing in the space so that people could kill it, and I turned it, and I did all that stuff. That's well, that's actually an off-tank thing. But the main thing was that. You know, this 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 perception of the like the, the tankiest thing being the killiest thing. And and that's when you look inside of the book. It's the killiest one. Ivory Host sounds like it should be the killiest one. It's not. Like they don't get to live to kill you. And they have penalties for the bonus that the rest of the army just has laying on the floor. Plus one to hit. Ooh. Like I can get that in three different ways. Before I look at an allegiance ability that gives me a penalty. So as great as Petrofex Elite was, Ivory Host was bad, by the way. We still haven't addressed it. But the point I'm trying to make is... um, One of these two things had to go. Tanky or killy. And I feel like the fluff of the army was... The fluff of Petrofex Elite was the tanky one. They didn't get rid of the tanky. They maintained the killy. And so now I come back to what I kind of said with the the Games Workshop and the patch notes. They said maintaining the main strength of the army. When they said that, they said they meant the rend. I don't think they took as wide of a view to the army as I did when they changed the save. Because in an aggregate sense, an army whose, you know, core unit re-rolls all saves, re-rolling a one to save doesn't seem that great. Um... Now, like, sort of in the ancillary, uh, your other stuff gets to reroll ones on accident. So, like, that's cool and that does make you a little bit tankier. But that's not as... But that's not as tanky as the army that's still sitting there that still adds a net plus one to save for everything within 36 inches. So, like, you're suddenly not the tankiest by that first, like, litmus test of, like, how tanky am I? The saves attribute. So you're not the tankiest army anymore, and uh, you can even look over at Null Myriad because the meta change of like nuking uh, 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 after saves, you now have this like thing that's not an after save that adds resilience up front, which says ignore a spell on a roll of a die. That's not the same as negating a wound the spell does. It's you're saying like, oh, you arcane bolted me, roll a die, see if it's gone, and then I'll make my save, and then I'll make my after save. Right. So you still have redundant yeah. resilience. So even like Null Myriad is in a sense tankier because they have some avoidance, right? That they have spell avoidance that makes them tankier in the right meta. Uh, we'll get. I can talk about Null Myriad in a different episode. <coughs> but now you have two armies that have a tankier like sort of look to them or feel to them. And you are not the tankiest. And Games Workshop said the core strength of the army, which is the Rend. Getting, like, these, like, fourth and fifth waves of heat, by the way, when I swallow. It's horrible. Um, It's not bad, it just, like, reminds me of how bad it was before. So, like, I don't think that the change was a bad change. And I don't think it was the wrong change, even. I just think it targeted the wrong aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think what they did was they went and said we have uh, Mortis Praetorians, which are sort of already default, the tanky one when you're running Catacross in it. So we don't want to double up on tanky. So then we got to take the tanky away from Petrofex Elite and keep the rend. So now we have. One offensive, one defensive, and then one anti magic. So one for cavalry. And like it, in like in game mechanics it makes sense. But aligning with the fluff doesn't make sense. Right. And and I'm just like, I thought we cared about this too. And and my greatest disharmony in the change, and you you wanted honest math, not not the one that got paid to like change his opinion, and, like, have hot takes against his own army, which I did, and I we did that for 27 hours, and there was a whole rolling joke for 27 hours where we like, I'll get to it, I'll get to it, ha ha ha. You wanted the honest math. This is the honest math. Like, uh, like I feel like a, a disharmony between, like, the fluff and the product. Now, from a, like, an ultimately, like, how's the army sense, it's it's fine. Like, Petrifix Elite is still going to get played because it still has that red buff. And so, kind of, what you're saying is like, is true. Um, the problem is, is that some of the other ones aren't, aren't pulling their weight with their, like, advertise as advertised. They're not the words that are for me becoming the like the cardinal rule. They don't play how they should. The other ones aren't holding up their end of the bargain. And so you you sort of have this like now you have the do I go with the offensive Petrofex elite go with the defense of mortis Praetorians and I can kill you a turn later and one of the other problems this army has is RDP generation um so p- I would posit that the hyper elite Army mortis Praetorians because there's only supposed to be a thousand of them right remember like there's they're the f- the fixed amount their fluff is that this is he only this is more this is catacrosis special Snowflake, Army, and there's only ever a thousand of them, and they're super unique. They're not fucking super unique anymore. Everyone's going to be playing them. They're going to be the most played faction by the end of the day. Because they kill you about as well in having extra re-rolls to hit you, and having an extra access to a reroll to wound you. So, like, it's not quite as good as a single rend mathematically, but, like, having both of them and then situationally being about as good and surviving long enough to kill you becomes an, an aggregate better offensive army too. Right. So they're tankier than you, they live long enough to kill you, and they have these two buffs to killing you. Like, it, it's just... And then they buff the utility. Like, they have a lot of the extra good stuff. Like, my, my solution was more involved... So like I said, they proposed... This comes back to this dismantling thing. They proposed a solution. I don't think it was the solution. The solution to me was moving the rend onto Ivory Host and giving them something else. And that plus one to save didn't need to stay plus one to save static. It could have been plus one to save to the big stuff. It could have been plus one to save if you you don't move the turn before. Or, you know, whatever. They could have still net had plus one save that reads as plus one save or any very... Everyone gets shield tilt, reroll saves, if there's a hero within. There were so many other directions. <coughs> there's that spice coming back. There were so many other directions they could have went to be tanky on stuff that reads as tanky across the entire army. They went with the worst one, re-rolling ones to save. Like, fine. I'm yeah, even fine with that. The worst way to improve tankiness. Right, having a, uh, uh, one I've heard floated around that I love, make their after-save a 5-up instead of a 6-up. Love it. Love it. There are so many armies that just, like, do that. There's right. ones that give you a fucking 4-up. Like, that reads... that. I mean, does that check our... Does it play as it should? You go, they're made out a fucking petrified dinosaur bone. Of course they should be more undead than the things that have an undead save. Like... And you could, if you want to, like, hamstring them in some manner, like, hinge it to a hero. They have a 6-up, blah, if in range of a hero, wholly within 12, whatever you want to do, they get a 5-up instead. You could you could have wrote anything for that Allegiance ability. Because you wrote a 1 to save, and you even, you couldn't even give it against shooting. It's a 1 in melee. You couldn't even make it against shooting. Look at the fucking mortec Guard units. They have a shield... That blocks you from painting half of their head, their entire torso, and half of their like lower body. You can't paint their freaking quads. Massive shield. You telling me like like no more tech guard in the entire world can just go ip and like stop a fucking arrow? I've seen three hundred, man. I know that they just like do the thing. Like what? Come on. Like it it. it So your question was very pointed and I don't think I answered it because I feel this disharmony. I need to get off this negative take I'm taking because it is still a change and it will shift the perspective. Why is it the right change? Why was it deserved? And so on and so forth. Because perception is everything and people's perception needed to change about the army and they weren't going to change it with all the talking heads in the world telling you what reality was. They needed to see something to dismantle their belief structure and shift position. I think this naturally happens over a long period of time. Uh, I think that had we been playing tournaments on a consistent level, uh, people would have been so mad at Zeench and Seraphon and now KO that I don't know that you would have been as mad at Petrifax Elite anymore. Um, I'm happy they didn't touch the points, though, because points were the most wrong decision you could have ever made. How do I know this? Uh, Mortet Guard in Ivory Host are just not a problem. They're overcosted and suck ass. Um, And they're not a problem in the rest... Pardon me. They're not a problem in the rest of the Allegiances either. Like, you know, like the whole army in all of the other factions or all the other sub-factions isn't a problem on any of the the War Scrolls. Um, Where are they a problem? In Petrifax Elite. Again, I'm not denying that there there wasn't a problem. I just thought the problem was different. You know? Or that the change was different. And so, when it gets right down to it, I'm fine. The army will be fine. Um, I'm just going to run Petrifax Elite and kill you anyway, uh, because I'm arrogant. And uh, I told you that the plus one to save wasn't why you were losing, and I'm going to prove it and beat you with it. <laughs> um, you know, I could give you my own answer. Um, is I have a number of local players that play OBR. And honestly, like, I feel like most of the time it's actually a pretty fair game. And my, like, my locals don't play Petrifex, um, Because everybody thinks it's like this overpowered thing. Um, <laughs> I go to a tournament and I get paired <laughs> against Petrifex Elite first round. And I smash him because I played the board better. Um, and that was, by the way, playing with Nurgle, which is, by the stats, one of the worst armies. Well, you're good with me. And, with, within that, I was playing a list. The thing that won me the game was a unit of four Puscoil Blight Lords, which everybody thinks is, like, the worst unit in the army. Mm. Um... And then I, just because of random luck, I played against Petropex Elite again in that same tournament, and it was a really good list. Um, he was running Catacross and, um, oh, I'm losing the name, the Mortark. Uh, uh, Archon? Archon yeah, one? Archon. Um. And the only reason I couldn't outgrind him was that Catacros and Archon were bringing models back. Mm-hmm. If that mechanic wasn't present, my Blight Kings would have completely ground him out. Also, yeah, that's uh, Frank's list. Um, he does what is called the Two Kings list. Um, here's a, a take I don't think people are prepared for. You had more list variants uh, when it was Petrafex Elite was like what most people took. Because you had Catacross builds, you had Catacross plus Archon builds, you had with Catapults, without Catapults, you had Nagash builds, you had Harvester builds, you had people being cute with like other stuff. Like, so you'd see Petrafex Elite every time. Oh, Petrafex Elite, Petrafex Elite. "Ah," angry. But the lists were so vastly different that you actually had a ton of choice. Because, like, within the Petrifex Elite, like, umbrella, you could run anything. You've actually net lost meaningful choice in the army now. Like, the lists aren't going to be as varied, because most people are going to be on Morse Praetorians, and most people on Morse Praetorians are going to bring Catacross. Now, this isn't a yes. bad thing, mind you. This is not a good versus bad. I'm not saying thing bad or thing good. I'm saying... It's less varied than you think now. The illusion of choice is more important than actual amounts of choices for people. This is human nature. Um, the illusion of choice is greater now, but the actual amount of net choices to making the most optimized lists is is less. That's not a good or bad thing. It's not what I'm arguing here. But that is a reality. There are fewer choices to make in list building now than there were before. That is a, a statement of a fact now yeah now but i can throw i can really because i can throw all of the stalkers into a list now and do all of this and do all of that And i'm like yes if you want to totally miss the point because you could have done all of that before as well there was nothing forcing you to take petrifax elite as an osiark bone reapers player apart from your own insecurity and the hive mind that was the internet telling you this is the best thing you so you took it because you didn't want to be not the best you didn't want to feel like you were underperforming you didn't want to see all the stats and statistics and go to a tournament and come back two and three instead of three and two and wonder about yourself as a pilot so you went with petrifex elite there was nothing stopping that so you feel liberated right now to not play petrifex elite because it's not a good choice anymore That's not, you're like the person who says, like, I don't like listening to that music because everybody listens to that music. You've still let people pigeonhole you into a different decision. Being the contrarian to whatever comes your way is still a type of conformity. Like, it's, so like. Yeah, all the the kids that are non-conformists all dress the same way. Yeah, exactly, exactly. My lovely little clique of goths and punks, our individual snowflakes. We all managed to find each other because we all like hated the jocks or weren't accepted by the preps, and then we all just like dressed to look like each other too, as a fuck you to them, right? The othering, the great othering. This is the worst thing ever. Like, I, I, I don't. Again, I'm not saying think bad, think good. This is not. This is more complex and nuanced than that. I hope. Um, and I'm not saying, hey, bring back old Petrifex Elite, that's not the take either, because I'm an apologist, so you already have your mind made up on me about my army that I love. I started loving this army, go to the tape, go back a year ago, when Rantcast started. What did I love? This army. And what did I love even then? An army made out of dinosaur bones. And I was even talking about building a Seraphon army for my son so that he plays the Seraphon army and I play the dinosaur bone army, made of his army. And it's so metal and I'm going to have kit bashes and so on and so forth. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I just, um... A lot of people picked up OBR because they love Also, you couldn't play LON. <coughs> Pardon me. They crushed LON's playstyle. You have an R. So, like, you're a death player. You're a death faithful player, right? We saw about 10% 10 representation uh, in OBR uh, with with the statistics. That's about the same amount, by the way, playing LON. The difference being that LON was, like, pseudo four armies and four sub-factions, blah, blah, blah. It was complicated. The book was bad. Um, It was a nightmare from tracking stats perspective, too. Um, So, that 10% just got told to shelve their army because... This happened to Zinch before, too, by the way. Uh, And and it 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 happens to a bunch of people. They say, your army doesn't play with the same stuff you used to play with. To play your army, if you want to stick with your Battle Tome, L-O-N, you have to buy pretty much a whole new army. Uh, About 50% of a new army. You have a decision to make. Play with about 50% of my army that just got nerfed, or play with a new army. I'm basically spending X dollars And, like, X plus two doesn't seem too unreasonable to me to play the brand new thing. Human psychology, you're going to play the new thing. Recency bias, you're going to play the new thing. The perception alone that they're going to take care of that army better when the fact that LON was... uh, They're old sculpts. It's not a new thing. It's old stuff. The reality was, like, that they just... They called Cities of Sigmar to prep for Cities of Sigmar. They took out a bunch of old world sculpts. What if you know, this didn't happen to you with your Vargulfs and your Dire Bat Swarms and stuff like that? Like, like wh- wh- why are people surprised that a bunch of people played the new army when their old version of the army said, you either have to spend $400 to reinvest into your same army that we might not support anymore, or you buy the new thing? Of course people bought the new thing. Why is, because there was 10% of the meta playing it, why is that the big problem? I don't know. And everybody that already had a Nagash or an Archon could already just, you know, start their army from there. Well, what was they cool... already had a chunk. Well, and, and this is what ultimately, and to bring it back and, and tie it, and, and you know, tie it back together, um, it, what was cool is because, like, I make content and I put a lot of effort into this and then I have a writing project I'm working on and, you know, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, oh, um, OBR come out, I can run Nagash and that's half my army and then I can, like... Just put together my Mortek Guard and get it to the table in a responsible amount of time for... Well, Paco was the big tournament that I was, like, aiming for at the time when, you know... So I'm like, okay, cool, I can get my army together in a responsible amount of time and go and play that. And then I can, at my leisure, put together my Catacros and my Catapults for my Mortis Praetorian's army I was going to play. Uh, uh, by the time Adepticon rolled around. So then, like, I get to, at my leisure, put together the rest of my army rather than rush it out to the next event. So, like, there was, that was liberating. That, that felt really good for my, like, hobby journey. Like, that felt great. Like, I'm suddenly not rushing to put a whole army out, because I'm putting Nagash out, and I'm like, dude, I'm going to get to play Nagash. I'm going to have so much fun. I get to YOLO solo him again, like, with old Mystic Shield, which was, like, when I first started playing him. Hell yeah, let's do that. I want to play him that way. Like, and so, like, I get to do that with, like, more tech guard, and I'm like, wait, now I'm not pushing around 100 skeletons plus Nagash. It's just 60 plus Nagash. Oh, like, it, like I get to play fundamentally the same way, but with fewer models and in a, and a, and a less harsh hobby goal. It felt so made for me. And then I can put together my Mortis Praetorians list at my leisure, which is what I was working on uh, going into the isolation. Then I didn't work on any models at all. Uh, <clears throat> because even at the time, I kind of read, we read the ruins. We, we looked at the tea leaves. We said, of Elite's not going to stick around. People are too angry about it. There's no way it sticks around. Remember how mad people were at Gabrielle Sherhart and Avocators? They weren't good. Oh, yeah. People, people were just mad. It doesn't matter whether I think the army's good or bad. If people are amount of mad about it, it'll get changed. Like, there's, it doesn't, like, it, logic and reality doesn't factor into it at that point. Perception is everything. It has nothing, even if it was a problem. Like, it was a problem. It was, it was a problem. Like, it doesn't matter if it's a problem. The perception that it's a problem is enough to change it. Like, look at, like, Zangor... And, uh, yeah, go ahead. It, it, Gabriel Sherhart, I I think... What they should have done with that was, like, double Gabriel's points. Yeah. And FAQ his command ability to only be able to go once on him. Well, just make his command ability go once. You don't need him to even double his points. Just make his... Like, Stormcasts are expensive already. Like, they're plenty expensive. That army is plenty expensive. Yeah. Like, you don't... make It doesn't stack. There you go. You can't burn extra command points. But even at the time when that was the case, it was only kind of like crushing plebs, but not even like anyone who played with any degree of regularity. Because if you only ever play Gavith, your LGS, you learned how to screen and just completely neuter the list like right. it, like it's people who heard that it was a problem on the internet, played against it once and then conf- confirmation bias set in that's right, it did kick my ass once and then just got angry on the internet forever about it like, again, it doesn't matter what the reality is Gav, stacking command points just as a fundamental shouldn't be a thing you can do in this game period we learned it every time That should have been in the core rules. Yeah. Rule of one, Uh, the command points. Make the exceptions down the line. Just like... Like, you make the exceptions with like, um, the avogators can all try to cast their same spell, or LRL units can all try to empower their sun sun metal weapons. Fine, make the exception. (coughs) Pardon me. (coughs) Peanut from my molar just dislodged. And I'm in pain all over again. Oh, amazing. Um... The uh anyway, um like the default setting should have been you don't snack you don't stack the stuff. And then make the exceptions. I don't know. It's just Yeah I don't know. They, they I, did I, that a lot. Though. To 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 put a bow on it though, uh Petrifex Elite needed to be changed. Um it got a change that isn't horrible. It's not the worst change ever. Unforeseen. Nobody could have saw this coming. It's not a complete nothing of a change because it could have been, it could have been instead of like rerolling ones to save, it could have been like uh, take a minus one to hit, reroll ones to save on melee or you know it could have been way. I've seen Ivory Host. It could have been way worse. You know, it does something at all, which is nice. Uh, in an RDP sense, I don't have to spend an RDP on all my Mortec Guard units. Um, every turn, I don't have to budget for that. I can go. I'm only going to save the RDP to shield tilt on that one unit because the other two, I'm going to feel confident they're going to re-roll once, and that's going to be enough. And as a nice little bonus, all my heroes are re-rolling too. Cool. Like it's not a nothing. It's Not like it does nothing. Could have been a little bit better. You know, I'm a little bit disappointed because it could have been a little bit better. Um, I feel like it was changed to the volume of the of, of people complaining, but not to the reality of the complaint. I'm not upset about that. That is the world we live in. Um, and the army is still fieldable. I don't have to buy different sculpts or different units. Uh, I can still just, I real just with a crayon cross out Petrifax Elite and run it as as Praetorians and I'm, I'm just fine. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of like positive in the change. Um, I wish that, to bring it all the way back, that they had reminded themselves of the army should play it plays how it should i wish that that would have been more of a uh, a thing that they cared about but when i read that maintaining the core strength of the army i know that they identified the rend as wanting to be something they kept in the army and so that's that's where they were in their mindset i love that they told me that so that i can even begin to rationalize their 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 decision making i'm like oh you you want them to keep the rend then yeah you're right you do need to change the save stuff Um, maybe release, like, a story now about how they all have, like, Wolverine claws made out of dinosaur bones, and then I go, got it. Like, their dinosaur bone properties isn't that their bones are harder, it's that they can, like, modulate their bones, like, T-1000, around to become sweet sickles and stuff. I'm like, okay, cool. Fixed. Like, so now you just need to, like, solve that, that little fluff thing with a couple, like, cool, like, Black Library stories or something. Perfect. Whatever. Yep. (sighs) <sighs> All right. I feel like I feel like you have successfully answered that. And I think you actually adequately said that it needed to be changed. It's a big step for me. I'm learning. Look, we love, we love the stuff <laughs> we love. It's okay. And here's the thing is like, with opinions, you don't need to have the correct opinion. You just got to articulate it well. Like, you just have to... I don't need to... I don't need to agree with you. I just need to know that you've thought about what you believe, and that's enough for me. And I hope that you extend that same courtesy back back my way, dear dear listener or viewer. The bonus rend is called bludgeon, like as in they just hit you with a club instead. I just, I just, I, uh, I, I can't, I can't revisit it. I'm fine, fine. There, uh, Ivory House should have the extra rend they should still have a bonus to save in some manner, um, and, like, reroll ones to hit instead of bludgeoning you with a bonus ren. But, up yours, meth. Thank you so much, Joanna. I love you, too. (laughs) Harder blade, I just don't... Well, it's like, um, claymores. They're not supposed to be sharp, they're just supposed to be heavy. Like, you still take out a rider and its horse by just hitting them with the big metal club, and if it's heavy enough, it'll punch through armor sufficiently. Because it's just its going to dent it in towards them until the armor reaches its tensile strength, uh, you know, like efficiency or uh, coefficients or whatever. And then it breaks through it anyway. Yeah, you don't need... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bone steel folded a thousand times. Yeah, yeah. One change I want to see from the army, I know you didn't ask this. I would love to see Ivory Host get something bonus attack. They don't need a penalty to their armor to do it. Just give them something cool. Um, like, they need two changes because their allegiance ability and then their, their command ability need to change. So their trait and their ability, the, those both need to change. Uh, and give them battle line if for, uh, for like, uh, uh, stalkers. So we see them in play. That would be really sweet. Because uh, right now, like, people bringing stalkers are going to be like people bringing in, in, in and in Beasts of Chaos. Like, they're doing it because it's cute, not because it's fun. Or not, not because it, not. It's fun. It's tons of fun to play huge stuff. Um, they're doing it because it's cute, not because it's good. And that's where stalkers are. Is like stalkers are, are like you're gonna see them. Yeah, they're gonna do damage because like they have damage. It's just functionally how they fit in the army doesn't. It doesn't work. But that's a problem with that role. The bruiser role, the the three or five dudes that cost an amount of points is a role that just doesn't. It it doesn't function very well in in age of sigmar right now um yeah oh, so, so that's not an Ossiark bone reapers problem that's a that's a game problem i'd like to see readdressed personally all right well that's the end of the questions that i have we have consumed the nuts you seem to have recovered from them i'm good i'm good now i have like um i have like uh like one really like deep molar you know Uh, Because I lost a filling in it. And so, like, there's a nut repository there that continues to punish me throughout, like, the night. Until I go brush my teeth. Ooh, what's the teeth brushing experience going to be like? I'm going to reactivate all the agony? Oh, no. (laughs) Hmm. Well, maybe the effectiveness of OBR is all bullshit, like Mr. Never Lost Katakura Supreme. You know what? Spot, you know what, Chaos Spawn? I like you too much to go into this right now. Um, <laughs> I like you too much to go into this. Um, I think that more, the real answer was Mortis Praetorians becomes the becomes the utility army, um, and they they play up the utility of the whole army rather than its savingness, uh, and then the other stuff it does. Uh, it already fixes the RDP issues that the other army the other builds still have by catac- by virtue of Catacros. But yeah, uh, Frank says, uh, "Oh, Frank t- timed out chaos bond and then Frank removed. What? Oh yeah, don't yeah don't time out people. I know it's funny. It's 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 joke. It's funny. Ha ha ha. Um. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. Do you want to do the sign off? Do you know the sign off? I, I I do not know the sign off. I will let you sign off your own show. It's back over to you, sir. All right. Um, before I do that, where can people catch you? Because they should totally go watch one of the best shows and one of the legacy shows uh, of Age of Sigmar. Uh, YouTube channel, Radio Free Hammer Hall, and on Twitter, where I am occasionally, uh, at PMC Math Hammer. I'm also the moderator of the Age of Sigmar memes and posting uh, page on Facebook. Um... Yeah, it's where to find me. Right on. And uh, <clears throat> uh, Chaos Lord Mars reminds everyone that Chat Gang ain't none to fuck with for a thousand RDP. Um, of course, Chat Gang, you are the show within the show. Your donations are why I suffered so much. I really hope you enjoyed it. I do. Pain is temporary. The entertainment, the 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 pause to your mental health, and the the enjoyment of entertainment, like that's that respite you get to feel watching me suffer. That's why I do it. The main tank of the party takes the hit so the rest of the people can excel and, and, and fulfill their roles and their potential. Uh, I was the main tank. I took the damage. I'm... I don't know what you were. Healer, maybe? I, I, I don't know. That, that weird, like, off-tank healer hybrid? Like, whatever, man. Uh, but, check, you are, again, the show within the show. You're the reason we do this thing. Uh, and Remember, drink your milk, pay your taxes, be excellent to yourselves, and each other.